Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us for an episode of That Solo Life, the podcast for PR pros and marketers who work for themselves. I am Michelle Kane with Voice Matters, and I am here, as always, with my wonderful co-host, Karen Swim of Solo PR Pro. And today, we're so excited, we are joined by a guest, Jessica D'Angelo. She is the founder of Shine Yoga Center, and she is here to make sure us desk jockeys know how to move. She's going to help solo PR pros have a sound mind and body so that they can bring their best to their business. Just a little bit about Jessica before we say hello. She has been in the health and fitness industry for 22 years. She started doing yoga in 1994 and became an instructor in 2000, where she taught yoga as well as fitness for the Bucks County Wellness Center. In 2009, she ventured out on her own to open her own studio, so she too is a solo, Shine Yoga in Percocee. And today, Shine offers yoga, Pilates, and meditation classes in the studio and over Zoom at shineyogacenter.com. So welcome, Jessica. We're so thrilled you're here with us today. Yeah, welcome. Thank you so much for inviting me on. I love sharing what I do with everybody. So this is really <laughs> a opportunity. So thank you so much. Awesome. So, you know, for those of us who might be catching us live on YouTube or listening uh, to us via audio, Jessica is coming to us from her actual studio space in Percocee, Bucks County, PA. Um, so having just taught two classes already. So I don't know. I'm halfway through my cup of coffee and she's already teaching classes. <laughs> Well, we do start early. Believe it or not, my uh, my most attended class is by folks who either work from home or are entrepreneurs and work for themselves. My 7 a.m. class. And some of them do have to scoot out early because they have that 8 a.m. meeting. Uh, but the beauty of Zoom, it, it was one of those things that came out of the pandemic that I, ne- I wasn't necessarily looking for, but was given was an opportunity to really uh, work with a lot of people who wouldn't normally come into my studio because of time restraints. So as entrepreneurs, sometimes you have time restraints. So Zoom has really allowed for me to reach out and work with so many people who have that 8 a.m. meeting. Uh, So even if they can scooch in and take 45 minutes of yoga and then log right off and log on to their next, it's been a wonderful opportunity. And it's it's the busiest class of the week, 7 a.m. during the week. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, that is wonderful. So it's it's really fantastic. That is wonderful. Yeah. So, you know, as I stated in the intro, you know, yes, we work from home. Yes, we have the wonderful freedom of being solo um, entrepreneurs. But a lot of the times we are desk jockeys with getting those tight hips. So what's what's what do you recommend? Like even a little regimen for us that we get up and move. So, uh, you know, your physical fitness is a non-negotiable, especially if you are somebody who is tethered to your computer, to your desk. Um, Like I'm sitting on a chair, but this is not how I normally am. So just to show you, I would never be in a chair, but maybe you're in a chair. Uh, But something (laughs) wonderful to do, I think you guys can see me. I'm going to try to just move this down just a little bit. I've gotten camera angles. Um, For our listeners, you can imagine this. (laughs) So just even before you get out of bed, you know, there are ways that you can move uh, your body. So the first thing I do is whatever that alarm is, whatever it is that's waking you up, don't reach for your phone first. 
That's a lot of overload in the body. And believe it or not, that's a lot of stress that you are welcoming into your body right from the first moment you wake up. You wouldn't allow 100 people in your bedroom at 6.30 in the morning or, you know, 6 in the morning when you wake up. You wouldn't. You would be nuts, right? But when you, the first thing you do is pick up that phone. You are literally allowing everybody on your email, on your Twitter feed, your Facebook, your Instagram, whatever it is, you know, your text message, whatever, you are just allowing all of that. So that manifests its way as stress and tightness in the body. So trying to break that habit of before you move, and I don't know if anybody can see me, but we are on YouTube, but just laying flat on your back and just bringing a knee to the chest. You're not, you don't even have to get out of bed. You don't even have to get out of bed. And your partner that might be next to you, tell them to do it. Right? <laughs> right? This is just... You know, you're just pulling a knee to the chest very, very gently. That's basic yoga. That is basic yoga 101. And what it does is it does a bunch of things. Number one, it wakes up your digestive fire so that you are getting your metabolism going for the day. But it just gently stretches down through the hip flexors uh, that are going to be naturally pretty tight if you're tethered to your desk for most of the day and to your lower spine. Just doing that for 10 seconds on each side, making that a habit, it's, it's going to translate throughout your day so that when you get up and you start to move, the second thing you want to do is drink a full glass of water. So much tightness and tension in our muscles is because we're dehydrated. And it's not even at the muscles. It's at that top layer we call fascia tissue. And when that fascia, picture a piece of saran wrap, a big, thin piece of saran wrap. Now picture it mangled into like a ball. That's what happens to that fascia tissue when it becomes dehydrated. If we are stuck at our desks, stuck in a small space or a small office, it just starts to get mangled. So little things you can do, if, you, if you're short on time, and as entrepreneurs, I get it. I own a business. I've had one here for 13 years. I know sometimes I have scheduled moment to moment to moment to moment. Just have that, you know, have that big glass of water with you. At all times, we cannot just live on coffee. And as I said to you before we started, coffee and diet coke, which a lot of times we sometimes run on. So include really being active in your hydration. Another thing to do during the day for those tight hips is just to stand up, right? So if you find yourself, you can still look at your computer and stand up. And maybe just kind of stand behind your chair a little bit. And sometimes even just stepping back and just stretching into your hamstrings. You can still look at your computer and you can still be on the Zoom call. And maybe you'll inspire somebody else on that meeting. Hmm. Right? Just standing behind your chair a little bit. Just to kind of stretch back into those hamstrings. Because when your hamstrings uh, are longer and when your hamstrings have space, your hips will open up as well. Uh, something else I always also recommend to my desk jockeys, I love that phrase, Michelle, it's so great. Feel free to use it. Right. Is that what happens to us if we are on the computer like this, on our phone like this, everything starts to come forward. This is called becoming kyphotic. So everything just starts to crunch forward. So the first thing to do is to just sit up straight. So even at your desk, right, if you just stop for a moment, doing it, drag the shoulders up. And then just let them drop. It feels really good, right? Just yes. And if you just do that, you know, three times, right? Just three times to just get those shoulders up 
and roll them back and just to remember your posture, right? Sometimes I need yeah. a little pillow back there. I wish I had one in the studio, but we don't have therapy balls anymore. But those are those big rubber balls that they're pretty. A lot of people have them. Try sitting on one of those. Maybe not all day, but try that. That will just strengthen your body in ways that you can't even imagine. And it also keeps you very present in your body. It's something that happens when you're stuck in the desk is that you just turn into that zombie. And everything sort of slouches forward as you are reading through emails, responding to emails, working through your spreadsheets, whatever it is. If you're on a stability ball, you're going to be pretty present. That should fall off. And so starting with that, you know, for a few minutes each day. And a lot of people already have that therapy ball sitting in your basement. I thought about getting one of those and then I thought about the falling off and it would probably happen at the most inopportune time. <laughs> As a little training build to get you started. But I'm a big proponent. When I first started in physical fitness, they used to call them Swiss balls because they were used all over Switzerland. Now we call them terrible balls, but we used to call them Swiss balls. I used to teach a whole class on the Swiss ball. And it's amazing just how present you can stay in your body. Yeah. I don't Karen, do you have one of those? I do. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> pull that out and, and you don't have to sit on it all day, but maybe try for an hour, you know, or try 10 yeah. minutes to increase. But these little things that you can incorporate uh, into the day uh, to, to just stop and remember to be present in your body. And then you're more present in your business. You're not just mindlessly moving through the spreadsheets or the accounting or whatever it is that you're working on, you're present because the best part of your solo business is you. You are what makes it unique. You are what makes it special. So you have to be back in you in this space so that when you're giving to that space, whether it's the virtual space or if you're out in the world with meetings, with people, <laughs> which is a little strange these days as we get back into the world. You are 100% in your space and in your body giving yourself. And that is really what you're doing as an entrepreneur yeah. and as somebody who owns a business. You're giving yourself to other people. And yeah. before you can give to them, you have to give to yourself, right? You have to be whole yeah. here. And that's a big part of what I do, but it's really in any business. You know, yeah, yeah I, I think, you know, because, yeah, we are relied upon to have our creativity and have that well stocked, bad, bad analogy. But, you know, you know what I mean? Sometimes, like, you do literally feel spent of ideas and making decisions all day. And it is really important, you know, even, you know, no matter what you do. I know I I worked with a copywriter. She would walk around the block, her her office door. We were in a brownstone, so she would just trot out the back door and come back in the front. And, you know, often something like that can really just kind of help shake your shake your tree and, you know, help you with ideas or just feeling refreshed. Absolutely. Just getting out and getting some fresh air. Uh, a lot of people think because I am a full-time yoga instructor and I run a yoga studio that I automatically, well, everybody should be doing yoga. There's part of my brain that thinks everybody should do yoga, but I understand that it's also not for everybody. It might not be for you. It might not be your thing. But getting outside and just walking maybe around your building or um, yeah. just taking a walk around the block, doing focused 
movement or exercise on purpose, right? Not just saying, <laughs> Well, I walk around all day, so isn't that my exercise? No, 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 no. At least yeah. some time for something that is focused that you are doing on purpose. So for me, that has been yoga for a really long time. It might be walking. Maybe you're into cycling or something, whatever it is. And especially now, because in the fitness industry, so many of us are entrepreneurs. There are so many personal trainers, fitness trainers. So, I mean, I've been on my own since 2005 uh, when I left the wellness center and I was just a freelance yoga instructor and fitness instructor until I landed owning my own business. Um, there's so many out there. And now with things like YouTube and yeah. you can meet so many other wonderful entrepreneurs in this business that you can dial them up on YouTube and do a 15 minute exercise. It's there. It's yeah. available. You can do it. But it is saying, I'm going to set this 20 minutes. You don't need a lot of time on purpose for me. And then watch how much you give to your clients and your, or your students or whomever you are working with as an entrepreneur. You give back to them so much more. Yeah. So there was one thing that you submitted to us that made me giggle, of course. But it'd be great if maybe you could run us through something like that, that our listeners can do with us, even as they're driving or taking their walks. You're talking about breathing exercises to do at the office that don't make you look like a weirdo. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I know in yoga, you know, we have a lot of breathing techniques and some of them are like very forced breath through the nose or, you know, alternate nostril breathing and things like that. But one breath, and this is a very basic breath. They wrote about it in some of the earliest texts from yoga. They call it box breathing. And I, I teach it to my students. In fact, it's our breath of the month. We have breath of the month. Oh, our breath is box breathing this month. And all you have to do is be able to count to four. So it's, it's pretty fantastic. So even if you're just sitting at your desk and you just need a moment, it's finding that inhale for your own personal count of four. And then gently retaining that breath for your own personal count flow. Then exhaling. You always want to make sure you're doing this through your nose for your own personal count flow. And then allow yourself to be empty, just to stop for your own personal count flow. And what that does is it regulates the breath. When you breathe through your nose, it starts to lower your heart, you know, your blood pressure and your heartbeat naturally. It immediately makes you calm, and it's not complicated. Mm -hmm. And, you know, nobody will really know what you're doing. So right. if you're home, you have at it, right? Just, you know, open your arms and I'm going to do my box breathing. But maybe if you're in an office space or in a shared co-working space, you might not. I get it. You don't want to, you know, do an alternate <laughs> breathing or, or heavy body breath, which looks like uh, Lamaze breathing. That easy, <laughs> that easy four heart breath and use the numbers. Maybe you do that for 10 seconds. Maybe you do it, you know, just for a few little rounds. You will be amazed at how refreshed you feel, how much calmer you feel. And then if something was giving you problems, you know, an email that maybe kind of, you know, rubbed you the wrong way or an issue in your business, however that is. Okay. Before I make some kind of decision, let me step back and let me breathe for a moment. Let me have a big sip of my water. Um, really drink water. And um, 
then let me continue. Just those little tiny things that seem obvious, but we forget about them because you're, we get in that zone where we have to get through this spreadsheet or we have to get through this uh, preparation because we're meeting a client in 10 minutes. You know, we get in that zone where we're just going, 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 going. You know what? Taking two minutes, three minutes out to stop, it's not that much. And yeah. it's not really going to affect, it's not going to negatively affect your next task on your sheet. I guarantee you it's going to affect it in a very positive way. Yeah. So from a place <laughs> that is still and calm and, hey, let's do it. Let's go, right? But that four-part breath, I can't say that enough. That is such a good one for everybody to do a little bit at your desk. Make sure you get away from your desk and even just stand up. Just stand up and relax your shoulders. Just shaking your arms out before you come back down to your desk. Um, Especially when you you get those emails of, can you revise this one more time? (laughs) Like again. We want to send you an email as per my previous email. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Preamble, which means if you listen to what I said the first time, but uh, that's part of owning a business. You know, it comes. Yeah. Listen, I get some very strange emails as a yoga instructor. Sometimes I get emails that go, huh, I've never been asked that question, but you just yeah. get breath and yeah. go forward, right? That's what owning a business is about. Yeah, you know, you wear a lot of hats. So, oh, we know that, right, Karen? We know all about wearing the different hats. Uh Do you have an interesting origin story? Because I know you started out on a very different path. Could you tell us about that? Yeah, sure. Um, So, very early on in my life and in high school, I was very involved in theater and, uh, in particular, uh, singing and voice. Um, I really thought I was going to be an opera singer. Um, talk about learning about breath. I think it was easy for me to transition into a yoga, stru- a yoga instructor learning about pranayama because I learned a lot about breath control as a singer. I took a lot of private lessons, professional lessons. I went to Westminster Choir College, which is also where I took my first yoga class. So that was in the 90s. Uh-huh. And uh, somebody brought me to a class. And you have to remember in the 90s, there weren't yoga studios as there are now. It was very right. different world this was in a woman's kitchen like it was in somebody's kitchen and I went and I paid my money and I took this class I just loved it really loved it I loved everything about it um didn't realize that it was going to you know be a precursor to how I live now and then just my life changed I didn't go back to music school uh a lot of pressure just I realized it wasn't for me um but I kept doing yoga classes so even when I came home from school and kind of changed my direction. I, you know, I joined a gym and I was trying to find myself like a lot of 20-year-olds trying to find themselves. But one thing that always stayed with me was doing a yoga class. And when I finally landed in health and fitness, again, there wasn't yoga was not, it was around, but it's not, it wasn't as present in the zeitgeist as it is now. And if you did, you really had to go out and find it, you really had to be looking for it. Um, and I just brought it into what I was doing at the Bucks County Wellness Center until they were like, well, we can't stop her. Why don't we just let her have a class in the basement? <laughs> and then they actually, it was the Bucks County Wellness Center that sent me to get certified as a teacher. And, you know, it just started that 
ball rolling um, until, you know, you have to pivot. You know, I just kept pivoting into what, what was working for me. And then being out there as an independent yoga instructor, I realized that I love what I do. It's time for me to own a business, but I didn't have formal business training. And I bet there are a lot of people that are listening to this, entrepreneurs that didn't have formal business training. You know, my father owned a restaurant. He didn't know anything about the restaurant business, but that is what my father chose to do. Uh, just the best advice that man gave me when I was going to open this business, he, he said, he said, just go forward. Don't look back. Just keep going. Just keep going. And it's been, it's been this amazing ride. Now we're going to be 13 years here at Shine, but I really attribute that to having this yoga practice underneath of me um, to keep me steady, to keep me grounded. You know, sometimes we think yeah. of yoga practice is all ethereal and butterflies and everybody has incense. And it's like, well, you know, a true yoga practice keeps you grounded, not stuck, connected. You know, you become connected to something that mm-hmm. then just starts to move through you. And there isn't a person who owns a business who can't use that. Right. Yeah. Stay connected to what made you want to open your business or your service, whatever it was. The very beginning, that that spark that said, I can do this and this is going to help X, Y, and Z, or this is going to serve this part of my community. Everybody has that spark, no matter what their business is. And what yoga does is it reminds you of that spark. Right? Yeah. Stretching, being in your body, moving your yeah. body. It will remind you of that spark that made you want to do what you do, whether it's PR, whether it's accounting, whether it's financial planning. There's a spark in there. Yeah. We talk about that a lot here, right, Karen? You know, just about yeah. moving forward, you know. Yeah. And when you're that. in your body and you're feeling it and you hear your breath, a question I get a lot is, how do I know if I'm breathing right? When you can hear it, you're breathing right. <laughs> When you hear it, if you can't hear yourself breathing, you're somewhere in your headspace. So then you're just not, you know, just taking that minute for yourself at your desk, right? Maybe just stretch yeah. your arms up, do a little box breathing, move a little bit side to side, right? Feel how you can hold yeah. those muscles. Take a big gulp of your water, right? Not your diet coke, not your coffee, not your tea or your Red Bull or whatever you're kind of using to get yourself through that right. mid afternoon slump, right? Yeah. And just move a little bit. I guarantee if you do a little bit every hour, you're going to be more yeah. So when we set our Pomodoro productivity timers, it's not just for social media breaks. We need to, yeah, do our breathing and raise our arms up and stretch out a little bit. Because what you're doing is that fascia tissue that I talked about in the beginning. It's like you're pulling apart that, that saran wrap, right? Yeah. You're pulling it apart gently. And you keep that hydrated. A hydrated body is a healthy body. Right? Hydrated body. Wow. Well, I'm going to go drink some water and stay near the bathroom. And my response to that is, yes. <laughs> you do. Purge all the toxins, but also purging toxins from our minds. This but- is a good thing. If you know, maybe <laughs> get you up out of your desk and get you to walk down the hall for a moment. So there's a concept. There's a concept. No. We are human beings. We are meant to move. We are meant to move in this world, in this physical yeah. world. You know, getting up and moving a little bit. But I know I see so many of my students who work from home or they just, you get in that zone 
until you're wrinkled like a little wrinkle. Yeah, before you know it. I know, yeah, even being conscious of how I hold my body while I'm typing, even an email that may be stressful or not. But gosh, Jess, we can't thank you enough for spending some time with us and encouraging us to get moving and start breathing and, you know, just a great chat about the pivots of our professional lives too. Yeah, keep moving. Yeah, keep moving. That's all we can do as solos is keep moving. Well, we thank our listeners. We cherish you. And if you are getting value out of this today, which I think you will. We hope that you share this around. And until next time, thanks for joining us on That's All Alive. Thank you so much.